is the Stagger Podcast. Welcome into the Stagger Podcast. What is up? I am JD Smith. Hey, what's up, guys? I am Derek Smith, and I'm ready to go for Daytona round two. Yeah, we got a, like a month of Daytona, which I I don't disagree with. I think it's a great idea having the uh, you know obviously the 500, and now we've got the road course. So this is something we've uh, thought about doing a little bit more of. We're gonna try it out, see what you guys think of this episode. If you like it, please let us know. Uh, on Twitter at Stagger Podcast. Of course, you can also get to us on Instagram, TikTok. We have a YouTube channel now, all of them by searching Stagger Podcast. You can find all those. It's all there. We're, we're getting multi multimedia, international. That's what I said. That's what I heard. International. Yeah, we're doing all the above. So, uh, but yeah, the we've big, got Russian listeners. Um, we do. Yeah, we got, we have someone who gave us a review in Germany. So we're getting hey. extremely, yeah, international, which is das cool. Das good, yeah. Which is I good. Hope. Yeah, I hope. I think so. The review said we were good, so I'll be bad it. if they like cussed us out in German. Like, hey, you guys, <laughs> you guys are the worst, uh, terrible, most uh, fantastically bad show yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Well, we'll take reviews from everywhere, including you. So if you like this, make sure you leave us a review, especially if you listen on the Apple Podcast app. Just hit the uh, podcast and then rate it. Give us five stars if you could and leave us a rating. That'll help people find the podcast. But uh, today what we're doing is just more of a fantasy gambling oriented show. It's not going to be very long. And we're just going to talk about the Daytona road course for the cup series uh, to give you a few ideas of what to be thinking here. It's a different package for the road course this season than last season. Last season, uh, they ran the not high horsepower package, the 550 engine package versus the 750 horsepower package. Um, and they did not, they ran the uh, the lower spoiler, but they also run the lower motor. Now they're giving you the lower spoilers and the big motor and it's on Daytona. So you saw this already in the clash. So when you saw some of uh, how squirrely some of those cars were getting coming out of the bus stop and at some of the other parts of the track, that is due to the fact they're putting down a lot more horsepower in this race than they even were last year when they ran this. So keep that in mind when you look at the results from last year because it's a different package. So that might affect a, little, a few of the guys anyway who did really well last year may not do as well this time around. Uh, but any thoughts on that before we get going, Derek, as far as what yeah. you think with that? I mean, I think if you're looking for for strictly a fantasy racing information, the cool thing is, is that that sounded really weird. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that you get the opportunity to look at road course racing. There's always chaos. There's always a chance for the uh, improbable to happen. You could find yourself having a one-off driver. And it's weird to say like a one-off driver is AJ Allmendinger, but that's a possibility. He's one of the top rated DraftKings drivers this week because he is going off. I believe I just saw him. Well, shoot, he's already on my lineup. So, I, But he's in like 10,400 yeah, yeah, and yeah. the yeah. highest guy is 11,000. That's Martin Truex Jr. Yeah. So, I mean, he's up there. He's a top so five you, driver as far as cost goes on yeah. DraftKings, uh, which is where we get all of our values from. You can certainly, yeah. if you use FanDuel, I mean, they're probably similar, but we just go off DraftKings. That's what we use. So no offense to the FanDuel people. DraftKings <laughs> is just what we have, but, um, right. but yeah, so but that's, that's, that's something that's a good point is that AJ Allmendinger is going to be expensive this weekend. Uh, but he is also going to be very good this weekend, we presume. All right, so let's talk quickly before we get into all the guys we want to have in our lineup. Uh, let's talk about what last year was. Here's their top 10 from the only other road course race we've had other than the Bush Clash at Daytona for the cup cars. 
Uh, last year, Chase Elliott won this race. Denny Hamlin was second. Martin Truex Jr. was third. Jimmy Johnson in the 48 car was fourth. Chris Buescher in the 17 uh, came in fifth. Clint Boyer in the 14 was sixth. Kaz Grala had to fill in for Austin Dillon last year, and he had a tremendous run because uh, old Dilly Dilly had a little COVID COVID, so he couldn't uh, participate. But that's all right. He's all back on the mend. He will be driving Will Austin Dillon, the three car, this time around. Uh, William Byron, Joey Logano, and some guy named Michael McDowell finished out mm. your top 10 there uh, in last year, which, again, we said that was uh, a little different package than than what we have this year. Uh, top 10 from the Bush Clash, just to give you an idea, as I'm sure most of you are familiar, uh, but it was Kyle Bush winning that one after, of course, uh, Chase Elliott wrecked his good buddy Ryan Blaney. Chase finished second. Joey Logano finished third. Tyler Reddick was fourth. William Byron was fifth. Denny Hamlin was sixth. And in that 48 car that finished top five last time, it was a uh, top 10 finish for Alex Bowman now driving that car. Eric Jones in the 43, Ricky Stenhouse in the 47, and uh, Matt DiBenedetto in the 21 car rounded out your top 10 from the Bush Clash. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about the guy who finished, uh, you know, fifth in last year's run. That was Chris Boucher. You are very excited about Mr. Boucher getting in there. I, I absolutely am. And I'll tell you why, because he not only did he run top five last year, now he didn't have the best Bush clash, but I'm not going to hold that against him because he is going off at 7,200 starting in the 30th position. So even if he only betters his spot by, say, 10 or 15 spots, he gets a top 15 finish. That's plus 15 on your points already, whereas some of these guys that you got to look at, like Bubba Wallace uh, going off at, uh, what is he, at 10th position, and you've got Austin Dillon, who has a good car from last year, that car performed well, going off at third. Uh, uh, Ross Chastain going off at ninth. These are all value players in that high sixes, low seven range, and they don't really have. They have to keep a top ten to to really keep their points up. Yeah, Chris Buescher's just got to. He's just got to push forward. And and I think he's gonna. He's a smart driver. He rarely wrecks. So I think he's just gonna survive the melees if he can. And he's gonna get a top t- fifteen, maybe even another top t- top ten finish. I, I, I will think say, I top think five. That's but a- I think he's gonna be a solid player for your for your roster. And if you're building out and saying how high, how far can I go with my top end guys you got to get the floor first that's how i go with it well that's see that's an interesting thing because i was going to talk strategy here because there there is there is that angle of it right where to win on DraftKings, you've got to have a few guys who are passing cars but the temptation can certainly be and especially after the first week of daytona being you think about it man there are so many good road course racers and just really good equipment guys guys who have driven this course really well before who are going to be starting sub 25th. I mean, they're going to be back in the back half of the field easily um, that you can find a lot of guys that are expensive and they're going to have a lot of cars to pass, which will get them points. But you've, you're right. You have to balance that idea between how many of those guys, you don't want to have a, just a whole lineup of guys starting, you know, 35th, 36th, 37th, and then say, oh, they're going to all pass cars. Well, no, they, they may wear out their equipment doing that. They yeah. may have to come to pit road a little earlier or, you know, gain some time on pit road. That might lead to a speeding penalty. You know, they might miss the the, the chicane at one point and then they have to take a penalty. I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of stuff that you got to factor in there. So it's getting that balance of guys who are going to be up front versus guys who are going to have a, a good equipment and pass a lot of cars. 
So that's the kind of rub when you go to a road course like this, which brings us to an interesting person. I want to ask your thoughts on this. What do you do with AJ Allmendinger? Because, you know, as you mentioned, he is going to be a costly uh, add to yes. your roster if you want to. He is a $10,000 driver in this uh, particular scenario. He is one of the top five most expensive on DraftKings. Rolls off yeah. 34th because obviously he's not running a full-time schedule and the points that you're getting in on are basically non-existent. So he'll have a lot of cars to pass, but this is that kind of strategy thing we're talking about. Uh, what do you think about putting AJ Allmendinger in your lineup as your number one guy, your hammer in this lineup? What do you think about that? I think that if you anyone that's going to win the big money is going to have AJ Allmendinger in their lineup. Now, with really, you think said, so? You think they, oh yeah, they will? I think so because he'll get a he'll get a top ten finish. I'll be shocked if he doesn't. So he's going to get a top ten finish. That's a plus twenty four on your rankings, let alone if you lead some laps, does the fastest lap a few times, and then the positional ranking of just being a 10th place car or 5th place car. So he's going to have the ability, I think, to really perform, really get out there and make a lot of points. So you, to me, I've got you've got a steady Eddie who's starting 30th, Chris Buescher who could be a top 15 guy. Now you've got AJ Allmendinger. So I'm kind of building my guys up from the back of the field. I'll, I'll, I will say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting because I look at A.J. Allmendinger and here's the question I have with him. Obviously, knowing the equipment he had when he was in the Cup Series, you know, he had good equipment. It was not great equipment. And obviously, I think he's used to running with mid-pack equipment and then making that on a road course stand up and, and be in there at the finish. Right. So yeah. that is something in his plus column. However, like, you know, if you look at his Xfinity runs that he has done, he's been you know, really great in these road course, you know, offerings whenever he runs the Xfinity series. I don't think his advantage uh, is the same in the cup series anymore. I think the cup series drivers, even from when he was running cup full time a few years ago, yeah, I think the cup series drivers have vastly improved on the road course. And so you got to think, man, you're going to be paying like you, you can have Chase Elliott, you can have Ryan Blaney, you can have Martin Truex Jr. You can have all these guys who are really good on the road courses and they've proven it. And, and in Brian Blaney's case, he's starting 27th. So if you want someone who's going to pass a lot of cars and who has all the equipment, <laughs> I mean, Ryan Blaney is definitely that's I think that's the argument you can go with. There is you go with Dinger, you go with oh Ryan Blaney. Oh, boy. Put this in my car. Um, I have next on my list, Ryan Blaney rolling off at 27th at ten thousand four hundred dollars. Yes, you can have your cake and eat it, too. You can have A.J. Allmendinger. And Ryan Blaney. In I'm this really terrified about what the rest of your lineup's going to look like. <laughs> oh, just you wait, man. Okay, this all right. Is... So you give me your lineup so far. You've given me Ryan Blaney. You've given me AJ Allmendinger. You've given me Chris Busher. Who else yep. have you added on? Who you have, you have three more spots to fill. Uh, and... Yeah, so, okay. So now is where, like, if you don't start with the literal floor, like I, I put someone who's down, the, he's the second lowest driver on my list, right? Who's so that? With Chris, with Chris Busher. Okay. So Chris I had to Busher, find someone right. who was going to, I had, to, I had to counterbalance the two 10 grand plus drivers, right? So this is where I threw in Daniel Suarez, 35th, st uh, rolls off 35th place. He's got Toyota engine, so it will, he will have some horsepower on, this, on the high banks to make up for maybe some lack of performance in the infield. But I do want to share with you this information, because if you look back to 2020, I know it's a different package, but what he has and what he can bring to the table 
is that he finished 27th last year. Now that's not anything to write home about, but if he finishes and just replicates that, you're getting almost plus 10 points and in, in a position change from him going 35th to 27th. And I think he's in better equipment this year than he but was how much last is, year. How much does he cost you just for comparative $5,700. Okay. Okay. So I've got four drivers and I've got $1,650 left. Uh, so $1,600, left on my budget. Sixteen thousand five hundred. So Sixteen thousand five hundred for on my two budget. drivers left. All right. So, yep. do you have the other two spots filled? Because I can tell I, you my list while you're filling yours out. Yeah. Let me see what you I, think. Oh, I, I already have them filled. Okay, out. go ahead. Tell me who's who's so left. I've got I've got a guy rolling off twenty fourth. Tyler Reddick coming in at seven. I like that. I like that pick a lot. I have Tyler Reddick in my lineup as well. He's, I think he's a great value pick to this weekend, especially. Absolutely, he's rolling off the in the in the ifantasyrace.com rank speed rankings. He's got the fourth uh, highest average speed rank of all the drivers from the Bush class. From the Bush class, so, yeah. Yeah, from the Bush class just a few weeks ago. So he's going to be a guy, I think, that uh, you know he's just in this position because of his finish with the 500. So this is going to be a great chance to make potentially another 10 to 15 points if he gets a top five finish, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, no, and he's got, like you said, I mean, he's, he's coming from the mid-20s, so he's going to have a bunch of cars to pass too. Now, again, you you got to balance that with guys who are also going to be guaranteed to be up front so or or should be starting in the top 10 and hopefully can avoid, you know, a backup, say, on the first. You know, if there's some kind of mishap on the yeah. first lap, you might have seven cars get dinged up pretty good, have to make multiple stops. That could really wreck your day. So you got to hope yeah. that if you've got multiple guys starting 20, P20 or beyond – then you got to hope they get clean through the first few laps and they can start just checking boxes and passing cars because Tyler Reddick should have the speed, though. You're right. The three car was fast last year. We saw that what Kaz Kralla mm-hmm. did with it. Um, it's the same team, obviously, and his car was fast in the Bush Clash, and he was able to keep that position and stay high up there, top five. Yeah. So, yeah, Tyler Reddick was very fast. I, I agree with you on that. I think as long as he can get through the traffic, he's a good pick. So who's your last guy you've got? Well, at $9,000 left to play with, I'm going to go ahead and leave $0 in my budget. Now, last year, you said there was a top five finisher. Uh, he's, not, he's no longer in NASCAR. His name's Jimmy Johnson. He drives the 48. Who happens to drive the 48 this year? Just so happens to be Alex Bowman. Mm-hmm. Finished seventh in the Daytona Bush Clash just a few weeks ago and rolls off 36th. Yeah. So, yeah, while you say I might need someone to start in the top 10, you're right, but the top 10 is filled with Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell, who might be a good play. Yeah, well, but we're I'm gonna... sorry. Uh, go ahead and keep your keep your guys up there. I'm going to go with some of the guys that are going to make tons of gains. If this is where you lay it all out and you put your put your you know what's on the line, whatever you know what's are, you know. Uh, <laughs> if you put that on line, this is the race to do it. Yeah. Because So who do you yeah, have it, who do you have starting? Do you have anyone in your starting lineup starting in the top 10? No. The okay. uh the closest <laughs> the closest I have to starting in the top 10 is Tyler Reddick rolling off at 24. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So that is I will just say for those people who are looking at your lineup, that is one of the flaws of what you've built there. Although I don't think it, I mean, look, you're taking a big swing. That is that is one that for sure has a lot of potential. I am not yeah. denying that that strategy has a, a, is very tasty. All right. There's a lot to like about that. 
In fact, I like it so much, I'm going to take a break so we can process it. And then when we come back, I'll give you my starting lineup for your fantasy NASCAR this weekend. You're listening to the Stagger Podcast. Welcome back to the Stagger Podcast. Now, let's say that for you, perhaps your strategy is not to go with a bunch of guys who are going to be at the back of the field the entire day. Maybe you want someone who is just going to roll off and possibly win the race. Someone who's going to roll off with the fastest or one of the three or four fastest cars in the field and someone who has proven they can dominate at every level on the road courses. Well, that would be young Chase Elliott, right? And so I'm going to start my lineup with the guy who is sitting on the pole, who is the best driver on the road courses right now in the cup series he has proven it at every level and yeah he drove the wheels off that thing wrecked his good buddy in the bush clash but you know his car was fast (laughs) and that was the bush clash he's not going to do that in a race. i don't think he's going to do that if he's in the same spot going into this race and the bush clash had never happened he's going to let ryan blaney win that race he's going to be satisfied with a second place finish because he's running for points it's a totally different ball game so chase elliott will click off some fastest laps he will click off absolutely, uh, you know, probably a top three finish, if not a win. Uh, so you're going to be in the points with him. So I'm starting my lineup there. Interestingly enough, you and I have uh, quite a few similarities, or we, we we have some that we agree on majorly. Like, I also agree with you on Ryan Blaney, although I've, I'm going with Chase Elliott as my number one guy. And I'm not putting a Daniel Suarez in my lineup, but the cheapest guy I have in my lineup, I went no cheaper than $6,500. So every guy in my lineup is, uh, you know, mid mid tier to expensive. We'll put it that way. Um, the other f- guys that I have, we had similar. You mentioned Alex Bowman. I have him in my lineup for $9,000. I have Tyler Reddick in my lineup for $7,500. We covered why we like mm-hmm. those guys. Now, let me give you three that you did not mention. Actually, you mentioned two of these guys. <laughs> Um, but I'll give you three guys that I am targeting that you did not. Uh, mm. One is Ross Chastain, who you mentioned, mm. rolling off ninth. Ross yep. Chastain does not run terribly at road courses. He's actually a pretty solid road course racer, or at least he was in the Xfinity series. And I think the Xfinity cars do compare similarly as far as the way they drive, the way they're going to drive compared to what this package does now at Daytona. I think they're going to be very similar. So guys who ran well, they're like Dinger and obviously like Ross Chastain. I think they're both going to be okay. If you look at last year's August race at Daytona, he finished in the 30s. He had a mechanical issue. So that I don't put on him as much. So I think Ross Chastain will be able to keep and hold a top 10 finish. By the way, $6,500. He's a pretty cheap option to give you a hopefully top 10, top 15, right? I mean, yes, he's not going to pass a ton of cars. I wouldn't anticipate but if he can keep his position, I think that's a solid play. The other guy that you mentioned is the guy who just won the race last week. And I know this week on NASCAR Twitter, it's been nothing but hatred in this way for Michael McDowell, which I know you're a fan of because you don't really like Michael McDowell. He's not your guy. But uh, <laughs> you're, right. you're a Bubba guy. You're a I'm Bubba a, guy. I'm a loves truck stop guy. It's my favorite truck stop. So I'm, <laughs> I stand with him on that. No love for the pilot flying Jay that... Uh, uh, eh? It's okay. Have you been in their bathrooms? Uh, I don't go to a lot of truck stop bathrooms. Not the best. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I know Um, it's been a while since you traveled because of the (laughs) pandemic, but they're not the best. Here's so here's my reasoning on Michael McDowell. 
there are a lot of people who are like, you know, because I've seen more than a few people post here, you know, this guy in all of all the love he gets for being a good road course racer, he has one top 10 finish uh, in the last 27 road course races on the NASCAR circuit that he's participated in. So I think some people are down on that and saying, well, so he's not as good as we thought. Well, let's also keep in mind, he's usually running equipment that qualifies you bottom, you know, 20, 25, maybe even 30 if they qualify, which of course they did up until last year. Um, so he's had to come through a lot of traffic too, right? So this is a guy yeah. who does have to do that on the regular. He's sitting second this time around. So I have the number one and number two starters in this race. I would hope that between the two of those guys, I should get some fastest laps and I should be able to get a top, I'm going to say a top 10 finish out of McDowell. That's my, mm-hmm. and by the way, if I said I could get a top 10 finish for a guy who's running $6,800, that's what he costs right now. Like if he was back in, you know, 25th, then I would feel differently um, mm. because I still think it will be tough for him to maybe move up. But, you know, he is going to be a guy who I think getting out there and having the ability to not have to deal with a lot of traffic is going to keep his nose clean and allow him to just run his race. And we've really never seen Michael McDowell start off second at a road course. So I'm going to take <laughs> a flyer on a $6,800 guy who's starting outside pole, see what he can do with it. But yeah, I mean it's 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 a risk. It it's is a risk. risk it's a risk. But I'm I mean I'm will but it's I mean it's no more of a risk than you take a Daniel Suarez, who is not a great road course racer and is starting back in the thirties or twenty eighth hey, or something. Hey, but this year he's got Pitbull on his side. Hey, I like I, I like and, and, I'm looking and, forward okay, to him. It, I'm looking forward to joke. him at mile and a halfers. I really do want to okay. see what that team can do on the ovals, but I okay. don't think he's gonna be great on this road course. I have well, to there, say. It, I, I am I was joking about Pitbull, but this is for real. You have one of the best stock car road racers as his team owner. You don't think Justin Marks is going to give some pointers? Oh, sure. Yeah. To Daniel Suarez, that could be. I mean, it could be game changer. Let me tell you it something. Really could. If Justin I mean, Marks, relative, if Justin Marks was driving that car, I would feel a lot better about it. I'll be honest, because Justin <laughs> Marks could, is a wheel man. He's yeah. great on that. It could put him to where he's a top twenty. Which, if you put him in a top twenty position, that's a win for that team that's building a program, and that's also a win. Uh, as, as a fantasy player, getting plus fifteen on position, yeah, I think that's I a, that's a huge, huge win for fifty seven hundred dollars too. Yeah, yeah, that's it's just too, to me. There's just too many variables with that. That's I get those it. Guys up front and there's, like, I mean, I would fade Bubba Wallace. I would yeah. fade Martin Truex Jr. Oh, really? I know he's really fast and he's starting nineteenth, but there's something about him. He just does not. I don't trust him in a road course car. Would you fade Kyle? Would you fade Kyle Busch in this race? He looked pretty good in 14th. I actually, my second, I mean, he's going to cost you a lot. He's going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah, but he did win that race. And I mean, he's Kyle. He's KFB, man. You can't can't drop. You can't drop the hammer on him without. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. I, let me pull it up here on my second lineup. Then the, well, I have, uh, I, I, yeah, I went a little off the board here. I went James Davison at 39. Okay. okay. All right. The Indy car driver. The Indy car driver. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Reddick, William Byron starting 22nd. Oh, Willie B's a really good option, too. $8,800. I've, I've got, yeah. Then I got Kyle Bush, Chris Boucher, and AJ Almondinger. The Dinger. Yeah. I will tell lineup. you, if you're looking at Tyler Reddick, uh, or if you're looking, if you do your lineup and you're like, man, I have a lot of money left over. I actually put Tyler Reddick in here, but I'd like someone else who maybe is a little more expensive. And I just maybe, you know, you, you're not a big fan of Tyler Reddick for whatever reason. Uh, William Byron is a similar profile there of a guy who's starting in the mid 20s, was a top five car last time around at the Bush Clash, 
And he's more expensive. That's why I went with Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick on the reverse of that, if you have William Byron and you're looking to shave a thousand bucks off your lineup, go with Tyler Reddick. He's going to probably be a similar, you know, those two are very similar, but the, the money's very different on those two of those guys. But here's a, here's a name we haven't talked about. And he's a rookie. He has no real, uh, you know, anything in the cup series to look at here. $8,400 on DraftKings. And I like with my lineup that I put together, I still have a thousand dollars left over. I could easily sub out guys, but $8,400 Chase Briscoe rolling off 18th. Now let's talk about Chase Briscoe. Cause that 14 car Clint Boyer was in it last year and it was a top 10 car last year. It was, it was really good. Uh, and then he had Chase Briscoe, a great Xfinity race last year, but he got bundled up in a wreck, but he was, he was him and Austin Cedric were battling it out just like they did at the Indy road course. I mean, yep. the, he's he's fantastic on the road courses. He is a wheelman's wheelman. Chase Briscoe is great. He's starting 18th, so not too high, not too low. I could see him easily working his way up to top 10 or even top five, depending on how his day goes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, 8400 bucks to get a guy who's probably going to finish your top 10, pass some cars, and I think be a factor. Uh, go ahead and sign me up. I think a lot of people will look at Chase Briscoe and say, I don't know. I'm not sure. He's an easy play for me. So uh, yep. Let's real quick run through our lineups, and then I'll give you a quick couple of uh, odds on the gambling tip. Uh, but my lineup, again, is Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman. Uh, well, I'm Chase and Chase. Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, Tyler Reddick. My two flyers are Michael McDowell at 6800 bucks and Ross Chastain at 6500 bucks. and both those guys are starting in the top 10. Now, your, your lineup, again, is for your main lineup? For my main lineup, I have A.J. Allmendinger. Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, Chris Boucher, mm-hmm. Tyler Reddick, and Daniel Suarez. Boucher and Suarez are your flyers for show. But uh, yeah, all right, yeah, that's a pretty good lineup. Last thing, I I'll- guess the the highest the highest uh, starting position of my lineup is twenty fourth. I guess you could technically say I'm taking a flyer on the whole lineup. Hoping that at least five of them will get top 15s. Sure, I understand that. Um, real quick, I'll give you these are the race winning odds that were uh, that I were put out that I saw earlier this week. Chase Elliott, your favorite at two to one. Martin Truex Jr. four to one. Denny Hamlin and Ryan Blaney at ten to one. Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick twelve to one. The Dinger, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski all fourteen to one. Byron at twenty to one. Bowman twenty five to one, along with Kyle Larson. Kurt Bush at 28 to one Chase Briscoe 50 to one. I like them odds a lot. Mm. 50 That's to one on Chase drive Briscoe. to Indiana odds. Right Those there. are, yeah. If you want to take look, the guys that you should, if you were going to, if you're in a state where you can bet legally and you're looking for a pretty good investment or return, Denny Hamlin, 10 to one, Ryan Blaney, 10 to one, Kyle Bush, 12 or Kevin Harvick, 12 to one. Those are all four solid plays. Obviously Chase is going to be a really, you're not going to get much back on that if he wins. Those guys are good plays, I would say. If you want to take a flyer, Chase Briscoe at fifty to one is excellent. Um, I'll give you two more. We need to call. We need to call like if we have a flyer or like one that we would like. Ooh, I would lay down ten dollars on that. Yeah, we need to call it like something, like the Larry Bird special. Or the, Why the Larry Pen, Bird or the Mike or the Mike Pence special Indiana Why? people. Oh well, that's, that's but that's just for you and me because we don't live in a state that's smart. We live in a state hey. where you can't bet, so we have to drive. <laughs> and Indiana is the closest drive for you and me. But for other people, it might be a you know 
Pennsylvania well, bet. So it might, that's I don't the thing. know. If we, if it might we be the Mike Schmidt it, for Pennsylvania. Just, yeah, it could be the Mike Schmidt or the Larry, the Lenny Dykstra. That yeah, the Dykstra. Yeah, that's right. Lenny yeah. Dykstra would be great. <laughs> yeah. So all yeah. I know is uh, Michael McDowell at 80 to 1 is mm-hmm. he's starting second and he's 80 to 1. I mean, that's kind of weird, right? Like, we acknowledge people that people don't have faith, man. They just they don't have and faith. I, I understand that. I'm just saying, like, I think everybody's being a little too smart on him. It's Perhaps. probably not likely. And I don't think, dude, if lightning struck twice, that would the most ridiculous story of, of all would be Michael McDowell wins two races in a row in a NASCAR series. But they are the Daytona, Daytona. Both of them are at Daytona would just be unreal. But 80 to one odds. I mean, good Lord. Apparently, throw, throw 10 bucks on it and see what happens if you're in that spot. I mean, I think that's a pretty good one to look at. So apparently Michael McDowell has not been talking enough in, in his career about faith and about faith in him as a driver. <laughs> so I think that that's what he needs to start spending his time in yeah. interviews. Uh, the throwaway time he has at the beginning and end, he should really talk more about loves, travel stops and then having faith. Just that's in right. I don't, yeah. But just in him, just in him, he's he's just apparently him, needs to yeah. like believe in, general, in me. No one, because yeah, no one does. No one believes in him this weekend, even <laughs> though he just won last weekend. And I, again, I think it's fairly unlikely, but still, uh, I mean, decent play in your one, lineup. Though. Decent play in your lineup if you're looking at Daily Fantasy. So, Will hopefully. we call him Mr. Daytona if that happened? <laughs> Mr. COVID-tona? <laughs> We'd have to call him something. If you win two races in a row at Daytona, I think you get something put on a trophy. You get some names. You get, yeah. Call, you get, oh, we would just call him Michael Waltrip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly right alright buddy that's it for us thank you guys for checking this out enjoy the race this weekend and we will talk to you on Monday don't forget if you're an IndyCar fan if you're an IMSA fan we will have stuff for you because uh, it's been a lot of NASCAR the last few weeks but we're not forgetting about IndyCar we'll have plenty to talk about next week as well on that but that's it for us this week till next time stay safe and stay staggered <laughs>